In today's episode, we'll be discussing The Card Counter, directed by Paul Schrader, starring Oscar Isaac as William Tell, Tiffany Haddish as LaLinda, Ty Sheridan as Kirk, William Defoe as Major John Gordo. Music was by Robert Levin Bean. The movie was released on September 10th, 2021 on an unknown budget. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. Hit it, brother. Hey, Kendrick. What's happening? We are doing the card counter now. We're reviewing this movie because, well, there was nothing else. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, it was either that or Queen Pins. <laughs> yeah, which And is... if you're going to ask me to talk about either art house movie or comedy, or, yeah, I'm going to take the art house one because right. I feel like I can talk about that at more length than a comedy, a comedy. about yeah, it's gonna be be coupons. Simple. Exactly. It's well, very, I won't say it'd probably be simple, but I'm going to have a better shot of talking for 20 30 minutes about this movie yeah. then you know i mean if it was game night yeah yeah i could talk about game night for 20 30 minutes okay. hangover most definitely yeah but some comedies don't hit like that so yeah and i'm not thinking uh i took the safe bet queen pen was gonna queen pens was gonna hit like that either i haven't even checked the rotten tomatoes on it What's it's like four 52 then i think we made a better choice yeah yeah most definitely yeah yeah good times so well, good talking to y'all. Yep. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay, so uh, Card Counter stars I- Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Tiffany Haddish, Willem Dafoe. Ty Sheridan. Uh, Ty Sheridan. Yep. Um, there was two actors in this movie who were going to do uh, deliver a great performance regardless of whatever. Right. Uh, did I think the script was great? Not, no. It was no. great. It was, but, uh, you know, Oscar Isaac helped carry this, carried this movie right. to a point where you actually stayed interested in it. Um, Tiffany Haddish, I think carry anything. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, mean, I, I, I didn't I like his apocalypse movie. portrayal, but. But that wasn't that was, really his choice. Right. And he was, he was covered in prosthetics the whole That's time. That's what I'm saying. Now, if he was. did apocalypse now under Marvel Studios. Oh, like, it's totally in, different in, thing because they have different directors and writers in, in a CGI yeah. suit, kind of like how they did Thanos. Right. Then, yeah, he could fucking kill it. Probably so. Right. Um, but you know, uh, Tiffany Haddish, uh, she gives a good effort in this. I think right. I've seen her in, like I said, the kitchen. Right. Uh, with Melissa McCarthy, and she did a fantastic job playing a character that was a bit more serious. Uh, in that. Right. Uh, than her normal, uh, you know, comedy roots uh, characters, but this one I think she struggled to find her character. Well, like we already this. talked about, you and I kind of briefly touched on the subject. I don't think she was giving enough time to really shine so much. Like she had very, I'm not gonna say very little screen time, but right. she was more background. 
for her character, the purpose, she was more background eye candy. Yes. She was something yeah. to look at for him mm-hmm. to fall, like have his love interest, the whole nine right. yards. And in that respect and in that role, she succeeded. Uh, yeah. And that, in that part of it, yes. The yeah. delivery of lines, no, not so much. Well, I think it, this movie's very serious, yeah. right? Like, there's very few huh moments right you know there was a few here and there but there was not very very no, many of them at all no, it's actually kind moments. of a depressing movie it is very um maybe miscast in that role but with what she was given and the role she had to perform she did admirably yeah I mean, and i'm gonna say it. the same thing for ty sheridan yeah i think so too i mean I, and that's what i uh looked at when i was watching it was you know both of them were a little bit i mean i think one or two years from now they would have been able to pull off those roles a lot better probably i think so um but they you know like you said leaned on isaac quite heavily to right. you know help get them through scenes yeah uh so that was cool but and then william defoe was yeah defoe. you was, can't yeah. he was in it very little right but he killed everything he it's just oh, william of course defoe. you mean yeah he's not gonna falter his acting but so oscar isaac is a guy who uh former uh military guy i think probably army looked like uh yeah he was military police then uh, he was army yeah that was drafted and into going to abu Ghraib, the prison where we committed a ton of atrocities against you know our detainees right uh and he was trained by willem dafoe in uh Advanced Advanced interrogation. interrogation. Yeah. And he, you know. Well, William Defoe was, his character was a contractor. Yeah. Which we were notorious for hiring contractors. I mean, as far as this movie goes and like explain the atrocities and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. it briefly touched on the subject. If you're going to want to know more about that, I highly suggest watching the report with Adam Driver. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yes. Holy fuck. Like if I wouldn't have watched that, context would have been missing a little bit here and there. So I was happy I had seen the report a long time ago. Yeah. So I filled in the gaps in my brain. I'm like, that was Ooh. a cra- that was cr- that was crazy to figure find out what actually know, happened, happened over, in, yeah. over there. Um, but so he's contracted to do it. Uh, he's sent to do this work. Well, everybody who got busted was an enlisted man, right? The contractor and didn't long, get caught, whoever was in the pictures didn't get caught. Yeah, yeah. whoever's in the pictures are the one with the fall guys. Yeah, so yeah. he ended up uh, going to military prison for eight years right um and in that prison he learned how to count cards right uh, so explain this to me because you and i've already had this conversation i was three minutes three or four minutes late to the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. when i walked in he was explaining poker they were going around the table and it was showing zeros how did the movie begin he was explain actually explaining blackjack oh blackjack whatever yeah. excuse me um movie began with him sitting at the table sit- no in prison oh it did okay yes and then he uh, flashed over to the uh, card counting. Okay. To him Spoiler. The, was the, the table. I'll ask this question later. Go ahead. Continue on then. And so he's explaining, you know, the face cards have a value of negative one. The right. uh, low cards have a value of plus plus one. Oh, they did a really good job other, of explaining yeah. blackjack. I mean, yeah, they count cards. Yeah. Not just counting cards, but the flow and everything of blackjack, mm, like yeah. how it plays out and the, what was it? The tilts and all that stuff. All right. The, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Like as far as blackjack, this movie was like a, a mishmash mm-hmm. of a lot of stuff. It was a yeah. 
you know, casino movie. Right. It was a war movie in certain respects. You know, right. it was a hardcore drama. Yeah. It was depressing as fuck. It ends. Yeah. There was a lot crazy. of, it was a mismatch of a lot of things. Yeah. And in that respect, it worked at certain points. And for me, at certain other points, it kind of didn't, kind you of, know, yeah, faltered a little bit. Short. Yeah. yeah. I agree. But uh, they were, um, so he goes from little casino to little casino yeah, in these over the towns, country. Yeah. Getting, sm- winning small pots. Less winning, than thousands, yeah, usually. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, you know, casinos don't care if you're counting cards as right. long as you don't count cards and win big. Right. You know. Then they back you off. Then they, you know, send somebody to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> talk to you, yes. Yeah. Anybody that's seen Casino knows exactly right. what that means. <laughs> right. Though so, we never got to that point in this movie. No, no. Because no. he always had a small. Maximum he, he, was, gonna, he was going for win. small goals. Yeah, exactly. Like yep. So he uh, uh, gets involved. This, he's at this seminar with, uh, and William Defoe's giving the information on a new uh, inter- intelligence technique. Yeah. Uh, they've developed a 22-point facial recognition system that tells people whether they're lying or whatever. Right. Uh, so he's sitting next to uh, Ty Sheridan's, Ty character. Sheridan's character. And he uh, Ty Sheridan he gets ready to get up, and Ty Sheridan hands him a piece of paper and says, Hey, um, you recognize this guy, don't you? He says, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. So I know you do. Here's my number. Call Here's me. I'm staying. Right. Call me. He uh, gets with him later on guy explains ty sheridan explains well after a nightmare sequence which that was like one of my nitpick moments Mm -hmm. right like i i like the fact that he had a nightmare sequence back in the prisons torturing people getting information like a lot of that was very faithful in reenactments from everything i've seen yeah heard after reading the report and everything um i did not care for the fish lens fish islands yeah it was really goofy like i get it was a nightmare sequence but there's a lot better ways to show a nightmare sequence than right. a fish island. It didn't lend seriousness to it. No, it felt more like a fucking, I don't know, uh, a fucking drug-addled dream. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of what you use to, in my opinion, to right. show drug view, you know, like when somebody's high or something. Yeah. I like, yeah, I agree. So it was, it kind of took me out for a second. Like, certain certain angles they took on this movie were a little goofy and a little different. I mean, did it hurt the picture overall, in my opinion? Nah, not really. This movie was no, going to be what this movie much. was, no matter exactly how they filmed it. But continue. I had my moment. Yeah. But uh, so, you know, they're going about the business. He, uh, Ty Sheridan's character, explains he wants to kill William Defoe's character. Right. Because his dad was trained by William Defoe, same as uh, Oscar, Isaac Oscar Isaac's Isaac. character. Right. And he ended up killing himself. Right. Because it beat his mom, beat him, all this kind of stuff. Because His mom bailed. His mom bailed on him. Uh, so he's like got this plan that's a really shitty plan to go kill Willem Dafoe. Yeah, well, that plan sucked. Oscar Isaac says, hey, you know what? Why don't you hang out with me for a while? We'll do this. You ride with me. I'm kind of bored anyway. Um, if you do these certain things, I'll, you know, we'll talk about this plan. Right. Okay. So they go through there uh, at this one poker tournament and they see Tiffany Haddish there. Well, he didn't he meet Tiffany Haddish before he had. Yeah. But we don't find that out until she comes over to the table. Right. Um, so 
she, you know, they look at each other, kind of eyeing each other up, and she comes over to the table. Uh, Ty Sheridan's character leaves. Uh, they talk. Yeah, didn't I play with you before? Three times, right? right. I said no, four times. It names them off. Well, she's a uh, backer for gamblers, right? And she's like, uh, yeah, I got, I want a few people. Want you in my stable? What need you? You know, because you're a great card counter. You do this. No, she, he met he met her before in in the movie. He met her before Kirk with the C, which is Ty Sheridan's character. Because remember, he was in the uh, casino and Slippery Joe was like, "Hey, let's go over to this other one. We'll go watch this card table." That's where she was when he first introduced, and then he went to the oh yeah, next that's city. Right, that's right. Where Slippery he met Joe the kid. Was, that's right. Slippery Joe was sitting with him. Yeah, he, yeah. That's right. You're right about that. And uh, so they uh, talk and. She's like, hey, I want you to be in my stable. He says, no, nah, I'm not interested. You just get, you know, in more debt that way, and then they, somebody ends up owning you, you right. know. So, yeah, Oscar Isaac's character's name is William Tell. Yeah, and then Tell. I like I like Tiffany Haddish's character, Lalinda. That Lalinda, Lalinda, Lalinda. Two L's. Yeah, Lalinda. Lucky lady. They all had yeah. some really interesting names. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then Ty Sheridan's was Kirk with a C. Yeah. So it's C-I-R-K. It was goofy, yeah. right? Yeah. And then weird. William Defoe was Major John Gordo. Yeah. So Just, it's a, it was a revenge story wrapped into a card counting story, wrapped into yeah. a love story, wrapped into all this. It was a lot going on at yeah, certain points. It was a ton. It's I mean, like, were you ever bored watching it? I was bored at, I think, um, second act, I was kind of bored. I was a okay. little, just kind of like, mm, well, because it turns into dragon. a road trip movie too. Yeah, so yeah. like he gets Kirk <laughs> to go with him, and he's. It wasn't really. His motivations were really never, like, just out there. You know, no. like you kind of you're like, does this guy have an ulterior motive? Like, what exactly mm-hmm. is going on? I mean, you got the idea, the sensation that he was trying to help him mm-hmm. by stopping him from doing this. But the same tokens, right. you're like. William Tell, Oscar Isaac's character, was such an enigma. Oh, yeah. He He's never... a mystery. Even though he was narrating the film, yeah. right, you weren't entirely sure you could trust him. Yeah, exactly. He you never knew what he, he was. He could have been an unreliable source. Right. This dude could have been bad shit crazy for all we know. I mean, the dude wrapped everything in the hotel motels he stayed in. In sheets. In sheets. Yeah. And I guess I would think it was just a cleansiness thing. Like he just wanted he didn't want anybody to know he was there and it was like fingerprints. I don't know what the fuck it was really. Yeah. Well he used it at the end of the movie, which we'll get to in a bit. But he there was some things off with this dude. Yes. Right? And so I don't know if it was context that was missing because I missed the first three minutes or whatever. I highly doubt it. No. You didn't Okay. But it was just, you never, it never fully explained itself, I guess. I guess it kind of mm-hmm. left a little bit up to you to determine what was right. going on in his head when he wasn't talking. Like, anytime he gave any sort of disposition, it was mm-hmm. just about counting cards, right? Yeah. And I think you could draw and regimentation. From the, right. And yeah, yeah, when he was writing in his journal. Right. And, and I, I think those things correlated enough to where you could draw conclusions yourself. Yeah. You know? I, I think that this movie... I'm amazed this movie's not on streaming or it's solely in theaters and it's yeah. not even in a lot. Like it was only in one theater. Oh yeah. Like it was like, you know, one or two, I mean one in an area. Right. It well was, it was, so I just looked it up. It was actually at Alamo as well. Yeah. But so. it was only one theater in Cinemark in mm-hmm. our area that showed yeah. it. But yeah, it was, uh, the, the road trip aspect of it was kind of cool seeing them go to casino casino, but 
he just kind of let the kid do his thing and had like certain talks with him here and there. And then he stopped right. off at Leavenworth where he spent eight years in prison and for, said, no, hey. for no reason that we know of. Yeah. So this guy's in there. He, I want you to meet him. Uh, you know, come in. I'm inviting you and to come in. You never even see where he went to go talk no, to. Him. Exactly. It was kind of left, left there. I think in some ways he's, he was trying to, uh, you know, buy time so this kid could think. Right, show yeah, the kid that there was probably yeah, a better way to better live. Way to and he, he made it very go. clear that the reason he joined the circuit under Tiffany Haddish's character, Lalinda, mm-hmm. was to get the money for the kid to get out of debt. Exactly. And then you're just like, okay, is he actually doing this for the kid? Or yet again, is there an ulterior motive here? Like, you could never really quite put your finger right. on this guy. Right. And then it turns out he really did it for the kid. Yeah, he, he really did. Gave him the money. Which... The, when he gave him the money, that Whoa, scene that was, itself was tense as fuck yes, and was, was like really awkward because mm-hmm. he was, the kid had never been in the hotel, motels with him. I'm assuming right. the kid always stayed in the hotel wherever he was gambling I think at so. the while he went to yeah. a motel and wrapped everything in sheets. Right. So the kid walks in and sees him. He's just kind of like, and that's what they called him. They called him the kid. They Everybody mm-hmm. had their own nicknames. Yeah. And that's, I guess, what they kind of do in poker or blackjack, but yeah. gambling, gambling in general. Circles, yeah. Um, he was like taken aback, like uh, kind of off guard. And then he's mm-hmm. like, you want to see what we did? You want to know more about your father kind of thing. And he pulls it back. He's always carrying him. It's full of all his interrogation tools. tools. Yeah, man. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> Sits him down on the on bed. The he's got, puts on gloves. And I'm like, all right, this is where we're going to figure it out. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then he makes the kid sit down and he shoves him down hard. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to listen to me. You're going to get options given to you. Yeah. And he pretty much gives them the option of, I'm going to give you, it was like 170 grand. It was, a, it was yeah. a lot of money, close yeah. to like 200 grand. Mm-hmm. It was going to pay off his college debt, get him back into college, spending money, pay off his mom's debts, right. everything. He was making him, he was going to give him all this money on the condition that he goes and reconnects with his mom because his mom left when his dad was constantly beating them right. and just didn't say a word, just left. Right. Right. And he's like, either you take this. And, and you that. go and you go to see your mother. I've already contacted her. Mm-hmm. She's expecting you and expecting right. a call. Or you're not going to like the other option. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going to show you exactly what we used to yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and there were certain scenes where you saw some of the torture they put these people through. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of man wiener in this movie. And and plus, you know, those were you know, uh, mentally degrading things. Yeah. And culturally and oh know, they were stripping them naked they were beating them they covering were covering them in crap oh they were covering shit they're yeah. making them piss make themselves it, like everything it was gross it was just them, disturbing you know, and fucked up eat certain things that they you know religiously could not shouldn't eat yeah. all that stuff yeah yeah it was very fucked up um so the kid ends up taking that option mm-hmm. right and then you turn around and he's going to sleep with lalinda yeah. He's like, oh, I promised the kid I would act on my feelings. Feelings, yeah. Like, okay, cool. Okay. Like, yeah. wow, shift of gears here. And then Linda and him have a sex scene. I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck is... Okay, like, I'm on. Like, Let's roll. We're we're here. And then he shows Linda the kid t- Skyping with his mother, <laughs> yeah. which was weird in itself. Like, red flags should have been going up in Linda's head just a little bit. Yeah. Like, kind of like, why does he have this on his phone, right? Yeah. So he goes to the final poker match. And he's like, he gives Linda his phone and says, hold on to this. I'm, I'm expecting for calls. Call. Yeah. Yeah. Starts having his poker match. They go to their dinner break. Him and Linda go back to their hotel room, which I'm assuming they had more sex, whatever. Right. 
clearly they were in love with each other right, right that right. whole scene where they had like their romantic connection scene when they were walking through the lights mm-hmm. that yeah. was really cool like i like the lights and everything it did Fuck, good job fucked with that. my eyes a little bit yeah. but it was cool right right he start. she's like here your phone's going off and he's like cool and it says the text says wish you were here and then it shows a picture of major well, gordon's yeah. house and he recognized instantly because the kid was constantly like like google earthing gordo's house like yes. acting like he was a super sleuth detective right and he never really wanted to find his mom but oscar isaac's william tell character found her like that yeah. like he knew what he was doing yes he like he probably knew touch. where gordo was this whole time oh all the time yeah and the course. kid's plan was the for, to kidnap gordo was to shoot him with a dart gun tranquilize him pretty much <laughs> beat him naked and just do like a lot of fucked up shit to him and then yeah. kill him yeah not well thought out in the no. grand scheme of things, right? And that's what Isaac's told him. He's like, yeah, this so, plan doesn't sound very good. William Tell goes to his final game, and he's distraught. Like, And, and mm-hmm. there was that one poker player that was Ukrainian or whatever, and he was always screaming, yeah. USA, US, yeah. USA, take top. I was like, okay, it's going to go one of two ways, right? He's just going to either he's gonna, this dude. He's going to win yeah. and then leave and go get the kid, or he's just going to up and leave. Mm-hmm. He up and left. Yeah. Well, you were kind of led to believe that he was going to come back yeah, because I they kept playing his chips. Certainly. And I was like, okay, maybe he's just going to go figure out what's going on, try to get a hold of the kid and then come back. Right. No, we went fucking far left field with this. And this mm-hmm. is where it developed into like depressing territory. Yeah. He goes back and sees some news clips. That the kid died. Yeah. Yeah. That, he, that, kind of, that was abrupt house. though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It was just like, okay, yeah. this is, I hate, I, I, I get it. It works in certain movies, but I hate when they do that. Like, yeah. I'm just abrupt. Oh, they're gone. They're dead. There's no closure. No nothing. Nothing. And I get it. That's part of life sometimes. You don't yep. get that closure and all that stuff. But I was just like, oh, fuck. The kid's actually dead. Yeah. Right? So he goes and just leaves his hotel room open, takes his tool bag with him. Yep. And goes to Gordo's house. Gordo comes home. And this was the, probably the same night that the kid had tried to break in earlier. Mm-hmm. And it... Gordo walks in, doesn't notice that all his stuff is wrapped, wrapped in, in sheets. sheets. Now, he even put his keys been, down. And- that could have been because his house was wrapped in sheets to begin with already. Yeah. Maybe he had the same thing that Oscar Isaac's character yeah. did. I don't really know. I don't know, man. I mean, if he trained him, maybe he, it was already that maybe way. So, but why wouldn't he want anybody to know he was there? I don't fucking know. In his own house. These people are That's weird. Crazy. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. But he sits him down and goes, either you go in this room. And we're going to have it out. We're going to do a dramatic reenactment or I'm going to shoot you right through the eyeball right here. Yeah. And then you see them walk into that room and you and hear, hear, some, hear screaming yeah. and guttural noises. noises. And then like it turns into daytime slowly. Yeah. And then he walks out. Uh, William tells Oscar, Oscar, yeah. Oscar Isaac and he's all bloody and fucked up and all he, fucked up and everything. He calls the police can't. and goes, I like to report a homicide. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. We're just going to tattle on ourselves? I mean, like, here's you had thing. this whole setup, and you're were just going to tattle? Play, were they playing a game of, like, okay, torture? Who torture. could survive? Yeah. Yeah, who exactly. Could, who could be it's the most... Like, what uh, the fuck, dude? Who could be the most... Um, what was it? Uh, sadistic? No, not sadistic. The most imaginative. Because yeah. he said he, he had no imagination when he was right. training, right? Yeah. Who could be the most imaginative? And I think, obviously, he won out. Yeah. Oh, well, and so he ends back up in his cell dead. in Leavenworth. Yeah. Now, with the wait, then, this goes back to my beginning question... When he was in prison at the beginning of the movie, which I missed, he the scene, said was that, the same exact thing. Was it the scene where? So it was just him flashing back through 
what had happened? Was that him in prison at that point or no, him in prison no. before he got out? He got out. Him At the beginning of the movie, he was... So it, saw, it showed him leave prison? Yes. Okay. Showed him leave prison. That was my question. He was, he had, uh, he was sitting there and said, I never knew I was, you know, conditioned to spend spend this time in being prison. carpet. Oh, so he said the same thing at the end. Yes. Okay, cool. Context. Great. I'm yeah. going to have to watch this movie and just yeah, to yeah. watch the first three minutes because yeah, clearly I missed something. Um, but the way it ended... With Tiffany Haddish, LaLinda showing back up, at you know to visit him, and then they touch fingers over the pane of glass, and then that's it stays there for yeah. like an uncomfortable amount of time, mm-hmm. and then the credits start to roll. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, like hey, hey, that took a fucking downturn, like hardcore oh, downturn. I never thought he'd end up back in prison, except for when he went to Gordo's house. That was the time I said, oh, he's gonna go there and kill him. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I had a feeling that one of two things was going to happen. Either Gordo was going to die or they were going to confront him and the kid was going to grow up, learn and just leave it, leave his mm-hmm. trauma behind him. You right. Know? I thought he was, too. I mean, because that kid, because uh, he sold that in the movie. He yeah, sold he that did. scene. He really did. Well. Ty Sheridan definitely yeah. sold the scene where they, when they had the sit down talk mm-hmm. and he's like. He started crying and everything. Like, everything. He was old that he was yeah. like repentant and just wanted to go home. Yep. Not the case. No, not at all. And you didn't see any of it. Like you didn't see any of the torture scene between him and William Defoe. It just it no. stayed in that shot in the hallway. And I love yep. when movies do tracking shots like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's always really cool. But I would have liked to have seen, you know, at least Ty Sheridan break in the house or yeah. a little bit of the you know. I'm not a big fan on torture stuff. Like a more it's too much for me. Yeah. But like it's just too much is left to imagination at certain points in this movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So you want to tell him our funny story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, movie gets over. And, you know, there's we're not waiting around. For, I'm not waiting around for post-credit scenes. I'm stretching. I'm looking around the theater. And I look up two rows up. And I, who the fuck do I see? Hey, what? It's you. It's hey, you. buddy. What are you doing here? Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Did not realize we were in the same theater together. Yeah, you were two exactly. rows in front of me. I just thought you yeah. were a row in front of me. That's two. Oh, yeah. it's so funny. That was funny, man. Oh, my God. They caught me off guard. I just see you out of the corner of my eye, stand up and stretch. I see your Nebraska shirt, and I'm like, hey, hey, <laughs> what are you doing here? What are the odds that we're in the same theater at the same show time right. and not realize we're in the theater together? Right, right. Yeah, that Fucking was crazy. hilarious. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing here? Same thing Same you're doing thing here, you're dipshit. Doing. We're here yeah. to review a movie later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that cracked me up. That was something else. God, that was a... I, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed it. I, w- I will definitely watch it again. Do I think it's a film for everybody? No. no not really. Yeah. Did you see what the audience score was on this in Rotten Tomatoes, by chance? Oh, audience score was like... 40 something yeah i can see that like something. yet again this movie's not gonna be for everybody like that seems to be the case this week like we had the campy that either people are gonna love or hate Where'd he go? and then we have this which is an art house movie right you know and, and we knew that going in this was going to be an art house movie it premiered at venice film festival it's winning a bunch of awards there yeah it's 40 percent 86 percent with the critics yeah i could see so, that yeah i could see that too yeah i mean i'm gonna yet again land in the middle of that mm-hmm did i enjoy it yeah did was it pure art house for the most part yes yeah you know uh did i like the cinematography and some of the acting oh yeah absolutely yeah i think uh you know if you put it 
and you put it in the category of what it is. It was a almost it was a indie film made by a decent you know decent mid sized studio. I mean, Focus is a um, uh, productions. Well, Paul studio. Schrader is no no he's no novice at all. He's, no he's, he's, he's directed quite a bit. Man, and he Raging Bull, Taxi, and, in Taxi Driver. Yeah, yeah, he did I a lot of Martin Scorsese. <laughs> I mean, the movie yeah. is literally Martin Scorsese presents right. The Card Counter, directed right. by Paul Schrader. Exactly. You know, I mean, yeah, it was it was it was some heavy hitters behind it. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, it's one of those that you have to just go along for the ride and just go along with the movie and it's a slow burn, but it's a, it's a good burn. Yeah. End of it. I mean, it's, I agree with you. It's not, it's not a dull movie. It keeps you engaged for the most part. For the most part. Yeah. There's some lulls in it. Uh, You know, some of the middles a little lacking, but yeah. There's a movie, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, Mississippi Grind. I know we've talked mm. about it, but I don't know if you've ever seen it. We, uh, Mississippi Grind. It was directed yeah. by Anna Boyden and Ryan Fleck, the, the people that did uh, Captain Marvel. Okay, yeah. Uh, Mississippi Grind has uh, Ryan Reynolds in it, and um, it was an A24 movie, Ben Mendelsohn. Okay. And it's about gambling and okay. gambling addiction. Okay. I had certain vibes watching this movie of that oh, movie that and movie, i yeah, i okay. genuinely like mississippi grind it's another yeah. art house picture it's kind of it out too. i think you'll really like it yeah but the way that one ends it's still ambiguous mm-hmm. but at the same token it gives you hope right okay and yeah. this one there was no fucking hope then. he's no, in prison no, probably for the rest of his life yeah the kid's dead the kid's dead and, and tiffany, tiffany Haddish is, is gonna like, visit him in prison yeah putting her finger up against the there with that yeah yeah it's it's not it's just, there's no hope no that was definitely, like I said, it was just a I mean, interesting ride all the way through. Would you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because you know it's going to arrive, you know, at a certain spot, and you know, getting to that spot. I mean, like you said, the twist at the end was the kid didn't go through with reuniting with his mom and right. everything like that. He did. Uh, dupe him but i think the kid also knew he's gonna die there because i mean he brought the pellet gun not even a tranquilizer gun they stole yeah. the pellet gun yeah so i think he was gonna get killed either way right I, it was just i don't know it was interesting the more yeah. you think about it the more you're just kind of like what the fuck was the point of all this you know because like at the beginning yeah. he was going through the motions going through different gambling areas mm-hmm. and then the kid got involved, Linda got involved, and he mm-hmm. started to like branch out a little bit, became less of an enigma as time went on. Yeah. But then it's like, nope, flip that switch. Let's go back to prison. Yeah. I like it there better. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it all it, at the end of it, it was like, right. yeah, I, I like the regimen of this life. Some people it's like, wow, I mean, man. Shawshank Redemption, man. Yeah, you get, well, yeah. Uh, what's his, what was his name? Uh, uh, the guy the that had guy. the bird. Yeah, yeah, hung himself because he couldn't handle the outside Brooks. world. Brooks, Brooks, yeah, yeah, yep. Fuck, that was a depressing movie. That was crazy, man. Was a- this movie was depressing. Shawshank Redemption had its bright moments, bright Depress- moments depressing yeah. moments. But this is yeah the way this one ended. I'm just like, what the fuck was the point of this adventure? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you, I mean, honestly, you either way, the kid would have probably died either way right uh willem dafoe might have probably would have stayed alive 
Tiffany Haddish wouldn't have been involved in this at all. Right. And he, Oscar, if Oscar Isaac had not, you know, chosen to weave this path. Right. I don't know. I, I really don't know the purpose of that. <sighs> huh. Definitely. I don't know. I liked it. I mean, I not could, gonna be for everybody though. I could say that you know, if the kid had gone through with seeing his mom, maybe Oscar Isaacs would have stayed out of prison. Would've no, he definitely would have. There would have. I mean, I get the sensation at certain points that he was always planning on killing Gordo at some point. Mm. You know, I just kind of like because he went to that presentation of Gordo's mm-hmm. on his own. He knew exactly who he was going to see. Right. I mean, clearly he thought stuff out because he had already. I mean, he had he had it all planned out how he was going to get inside Gordo's house. And, I mean, he didn't just come up with that on the fly to torture him and everything, right? Right. So, clearly, he had already probably thought about it and was thinking about doing it to begin with. And then he was trying to keep the kid off that path. And then right. maybe once yeah. he knew the kid was safe and he got enough money and everything, yeah. then he would have just went and did it. Yeah, like you said, because why was he carrying his toolkit around? Everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere with him. Everywhere. I, I feel like just a little more context. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was something we missed. Could be. And like you said, a second viewing might be in order. Beneficial. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I like movies like this. They're always interesting. Uh, You know, kind of delves into the human element a little more. It's a little more, uh, not necessarily going to say realistic, but in a sense, more realistic. Yeah. Okay. Kind of delves into the human condition a little bit. Okay. Yeah. It's a thinker. Yeah. So, do I recommend it for everybody? No. Nah. No. Nah. Uh, we're seeing in theaters? Eh, no. Not really. This could have been nah. at home viewing, but that could wasn't an option for us. Yeah. Uh, do I like all the performances? Yeah, I fucking... I love Oscar Isaac. Everything he's in, I enjoy. Even X-Men Apocalypse, which was a hard movie to watch at points. Oh, yeah. It uh, wasn't, wasn't the worst X-Men movie. Wasn't? No. No. It was maybe but, top four worst X-Men movies, but... yeah. But wasn't the worst. Um, Tiffany Haddish, like we talked about, maybe not the role for her, but she she did good with what she had. Mm-hmm. Ty Sheridan, you know, he can carry stuff. I mean, Ready Player One, he carried that movie. Yeah, he did a good job in that. Um, do I think this was the role for him? Maybe, maybe not. You know, he's right. a he's got a look to him where he fits certain roles. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure he fit this one too much. He maybe yeah, you know, he was a little. I, I mean, I don't know how old Ty Sheridan is off the top of my head, but I think he may have been a little too old for this role. You know, if you would have had a younger guy playing it, maybe. Hmm. Kind of like because I mean, let me see here. I'm curious now. And there he is, right there. He is. Uh, he's 24. Yeah. So I mean, that's about what I would have figured. Would a kid would. Yeah. Been. I mean, I don't know. It's just. Hmm. I guess I'm going to attribute this more to the direction than anything at that point, huh? Yeah. And then William Defoe was just underutilized. I think so. But the poker scenes were cool. Mm-hmm. And the juxtaposition that he gave while doing the poker was cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, exposition and understanding, you know, explaining some of the rules right. and some of the etiquette, some of the strategies. I liked it. I don't know. I maybe it was too too broadly focused. It was too focused on too many shoestrings. I think you're right. Yeah. That's exactly it. Because, like you said, it was so many movies wrapped up into one. Right. 
in not a very you know it wasn't a short movie no but i mean you it was know two hours it it was just too much of of too many things so right i think there was too many threads they were pulling on yeah could have done with one or two of them mm-hmm. maybe just trying to help a kid out of a bad situation and yeah this poker stuff or focusing on his love with tiffany haddish and the poker stuff right or the revenge and the poker, and the stuff. poker like, stuff yeah yeah but yep. all four was it's like whew, maybe whoa. a bit yeah i felt like it jumped around a bit when you really mm-hmm. think about it too score six three that's fair i'll give it a six yeah six four mm-hmm. for me i mean like i said it okay did you like it better than malignant or did you like malignant better than this I like Malignant better than this because it's it, just a fun movie. Yeah, it was it was like wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was you know, somebody somebody was, you know, snorting coke <laughs> <laughs> compared to this one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> you remember and then uh, this one, Chevy just... Chase in a <laughs> what the hell was that movie? Was it Deal of the Century? Uh I forget what movie it was, but he's snorting that coke. He goes, Whoa! I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I love Chevy Chase. That's Fucking funny. Fletch. Yeah. Fletch is class. Fletch. Six six four. Or six six foot tall. Six five with the afro. <laughs> He's tall. Chevy Chase is tall, yeah. dude. Yeah, I'm excited to see Oscar Isaac and Dune, though. Oy. <laughs> I've been seeing some things about that. Well, it's a part one. Yeah. And I it's premiered at Venice Film Festival. I, mm-hmm. You and I are the same. We take mm-hmm. everything with a grain of salt until we see it right. ourselves. Right. Having read what I read, I'm not opposed to seeing it by any stretch. I oh, mean, no. it's, it's, it's going to be good, seen. but it's not as good as they were hoping it would be. Right. But I feel like when part two comes out, it's like, okay, bam, it's might, all there. Might be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, same thing. I Halloween Kills premiered it. Venice Film Festival and, and people said, are torn. You know, yeah. a lot of people like it, a lot of people didn't. It's kind of in the middle yeah, right now. Fifty four percent or something, something like that. Yeah. But you know, I'm going to reserve judgment. Yeah. Halloween Kill yeah, looks amazing. Dune looks amazing. This looked really good, but not as good as the Venice Film Festival would have you believe. I mean, right? Was it? Will it be a contender for Oscars? Probably not. No. no. Maybe. Maybe for like a nomination for Oscar Isaac, just to have. I don't know if I don't know about that one. I don't know. He he did pretty good in this role. He did good, but I don't know about that. I mean, I mean, honestly, with the movie slate we've had, you know, it's better than last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could be. Shit, I was amazed they even did the Oscars last year. Didn't even know half the fucking movies they were talking about last Mm -hmm. year. (laughs) Yeah. Strange stuff. Yeah, good times right here. Um, what are we doing next week? Oh, Cry Macho. Cry Macho. And there's something else. And something else. I don't remember what's coming out. I know something else is coming out next week. Yeah. About to figure it out again. Yeah. We, we got to get better at this. <laughs> yeah. We're not planning ahead. <laughs> no, we're planning ahead, but all the good stuff starts coming out late September, October, November, into December. Did you hear that too? The hell was that noise? What did you knock over? Nah, it's all right. Don't worry about it. Alrighty, buddy. You got anything else on this one? No, sir. Do you recommend people go see this or wait till it's... I think you wait till it's on streaming. Is it worth watching at that point? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Cool. If you got nothing else, I'm going to peace out of this one. All right. Till next time. Peace.
I've been Kendrick. And I've been Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White. Thanks for listening.